Welcome to the MIB Podcast, where we help you chase your dreams side by side. And now, your hosts, Mike and Talia Osborne. Good morning. Hey, everybody. This is Mike. And Talia. And this is the MIB Podcast. Married and with allergies. <laughs> Hope everybody's having a great morning. Look at Talia's little laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Still recovering. Yeah, recovering hard. Uh, whole family's got issues with coughing and allergies and runny noses and dog sucks. I, yeah, it's rough <laughs> life right now. <laughs> but we're here today. We're still recording. Uh, it's like a Tuesday here today. We're going to re- be recording episode number 22 for you, which last week we talked about being different, so we kind of switched it up. Yeah, last episode we said it would be about married and all the quotes. We actually changed it. So this episode's going to be married and profit with yard sales. Yeah, we wanted to stick with the theme of making money, right? Help you make your first thousand bucks. So that's why we wanted to change it up. So we'll do that one next week um, for episode 23, but today is 22. And uh, Ty, why don't you do a little bit of house cleaning? All right, guys, we want you to send us a message. If you've heard all of our episodes, if you've heard one episode, if you've heard a couple of episodes, we want to hear from you. Please, please, please send us a message. Send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash MIB podcast. You can direct message us and we we will respond. Um, Also, you can send us an email info at the MIB podcast.com. Check us out, find out free information on our website, the MIB podcast.com. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you and uh, we'd love for you to write us a review. Give us an honest review. We appreciate you. I think your time doing that. We actually got a review. We actually got a review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it, this review was a five star Booyah. from ping pong, a holic. Somebody <laughs> loves ping pong. And I want you to go ahead and read that one for us. It says, love listening to this podcast series. Um, you have inspired my husband and I to even, uh, to even brave and, uh, sorry guys, I'm not. All right. <laughs> love listening to the podcast series. You have inspired my husband and I to even be brave enough to try it for ourselves. We enjoy learning from you guys and seeing that even with your failures, it didn't hold you back. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to us that you took your time to listen and took your time to you know, take some action and that you uh, left a review. We are very, very appreciative. We really, really appreciate it, right? Yep. Ping Thank pong, you so much. Ping Pongaholic, if you would, send us an email. We want to hear exactly what you've been doing and how it's going for you. So yeah. email us at info at the MIB podcast. You might be our first guest on the show. Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. But thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And you guys go out there and leave a review. So uh, before we get going, let's talk about episode 20 and 21. Do a little recap. Uh, episode 20 was Married and Successful Partnerships. What to look for when you get a, a new partner, a new business partner in your uh, uh, going forward, what to look for, what not to do, what to do, uh, our story about our business partnership that we have going uh, right now, and uh, go check it out. It's a lot of good information, and episode 21 was? Married and giving back. So that focused on, you know, we talk a lot about making money, but our heart, and we hope that your heart is to really give and give back to people. So we talk about the different ways that you can give. There's um, a few bullet points we go through, but you know, just being able to give back, it makes you feel good. It helps someone else out and it doesn't have to be a big announcement. It can be something that you do behind closed doors that no one else knows about, but 
go out, give to someone else. It'll make you feel good. It'll make them feel good. So go check out episode 21. It's pretty awesome. All right. Today's episode, again, is all about yard sales. And what are we covering today? It's more or less what to, uh, well, we're going to go over a lot of our biggest scores, give you out-of-the-box ideas of stuff to look for, and help you, you know, where, what platform to sell it on, so much, uh, so much, uh, so forth, whatever. And it's all going to tie together. The whole point is not us bragging about these freaking, you know, uh, piles of gold we found. It's really to give you ideas of what to look for. Keep your eyes open for different things, um, different events, different this or that. And it's going to give you a tons of ways to make that money. We talked about that first thousand bucks that well, we keep going back to. So um, we're going to share our personal finds, you know, we're, even where we found them, what we did and where we sold them. So it's going to give you a lot of good ideas up front. You got anything to add to that? Yep. So yard sale season is upon us. <laughs> if you are down <clears throat> south, it probably has already started. If you're up north like we are, we still have a couple more weeks, probably beginning of May when it actually decides to stop being cold. So let's get into it. Um, like Mike said, we want you to make your first thousand bucks. This is a really easy way to do it because you're basically spending pennies, dollars, quarters to make a profit on something that if you bought it in the store would cost you five, 10, 15, 20. So let's get right into it. There's a ton of stuff that we bought and sold on Amazon. Um, and some of these you may have heard before, but um, we're going to try to add some new stuff in as well. So one of the things that, well, actually, there's three things that I found at a yard sale, which was freaking awesome. At one yard sale was not multiple, but one. Yeah, this was one yard sale. We were driving down the back roads of Maine, uh, headed to a friend's house, and we happened upon this yard sale. I had Mike pull over, <laughs> and we saw... Oh, I saw a couple robots that I had never seen before. I saw a Terminator helmet and I saw a Stormtrooper helmet. Now the Stormtrooper helmet was before they rebooted Star Wars. Um, and so I bought that for five bucks. We ended up being able to sell it on Amazon for 25 bucks and it didn't even work. So that yeah. was a great find. Yeah. It was back when you couldn't really find them. It was before the episode seven and all that. Now there's so many of them out yeah, there. It's now. not as big deal, but... Yeah. Literally, it didn't even work, and we wrote that in the listing and still sold it. Yeah, made a big profit. And then the Terminator helmet, it did work. It was awesome. You could stick your face in there and sound like the Terminator. So yeah, it's cool. like Terminator Two. It's like you know, full on looked like a metal skeleton of uh, Terminator Two. Very cool. Yep, got that for five bucks. Sold it for eighty five dollars. That's a home run there. That is a home run. And then there was the robot. So there was a white robot. And the brand was Wowie, so Wowie Robots. Always look for that brand, Wowie. That brand is gold. So look at any robot, actually. Really, it's, it's yeah. Fine to see robot, you look at it. Yeah. So I got a white one, and I can't remember exactly how much I sold it for. I think I got it for twenty bucks. It sold for like sixty. Yeah, so it was for pretty like, good. We probably double our money. Yep. And then the bronze robot. Now this was supposedly a rare robot, and we tested it, worked out videos of it, and all that. But I got it for fifty bucks. And literally sold it for $350. Now, mind you, this is not brand new. It's not in a box. It was just a robot, a robot that we reboxed, sent into Amazon with a description, everything that was going on with it. And $350 later, boom, all that money. And a good point of advice here is a lot of stuff we tell you, don't buy unless it's selling a lot of, or do not buy it if you can't find information on it and you can't find a platform that's selling them, you know, all the time. This was an item we could hardly find any information on. It was that rare that 
there's a few pictures of it on, you know, on, on uh, you know, Google images. And there was like no listing on Amazon. We made our own listing and, but we knew that was worth the risk because we could not find another one to sell <laughs> or somebody else selling it. So we're like, you know what? We're going to go for it. We own the buy box because we were the only one selling it on Amazon. Right? Yeah. And you know, we made up our own price too. So if you find something and you think it's rare, you're not sure what's the risk, what's the harm and listing it for a price that you think it's worth. And then if it doesn't sell right away, drop your price a little bit, drop your price a little bit. Eventually it will sell. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to or the next. To just make sure that you have, you have a break even strategy, right? Make sure that yes. it's something that you put, if you're willing to risk 50 bucks, make sure it's not even a risk. Make sure you'll be able to get that back. Yep. So, um, yeah, people will give you stuff almost. Well, they will, they will give you items. Like if you're buying stuff already to, to close down the yard sale for the day, if you start going or closing out the day, like two o'clock, three o'clock, one o'clock, when people start shutting their garages down and start piling it back into the garage, they don't want to bring it back in. That's the reason why they had the yard sale. Yep. You know, they had it because the community was doing it, whatever. They had all the stuff. They want to get rid of it and they didn't get rid of it. So when it's always a good time to go throughout the whole day to get the best deals being an early bird, but then late to get everything else. So, Yep. A lot of the guys, your competition is going to be the elderly crowd, right? And <laughs> They're um, fierce. Oh, they're freaking awesome, right? But they come so early, and they're looking for, uh, usually what they're looking for is china and, you know, these fancy figurines and yeah. crystal and, like, sterling silver, stuff that none of us got, have, you know, people like my age, but they're out there doing it. But at the end of the day is where you can really just go out there and collect stuff for nothing. Oh, wait, I have to interject. So... We used to have this one guy, this old guy, who would go to all the yard sales, and he'd walk up to the people and he'd go, um, how much for, you know, whatever, and the person would tell him a price, and then he'd go, well, all I got in my pocket is $5. Could I have it for $5? He'd do that everywhere, and people would just give him stuff that they were asking 20 30 40 bucks for, for five bucks, because yeah. he's an old man. And he only had $5 in his pocket, which was a lie. <laughs> no, it was, actually, it was $3. Oh, okay. He, he got me more than once, <laughs> which is fine. You know, I was trying to get rid of the stuff anyway. It didn't matter. And, you know, 3 bucks, whatever. Old guy, you know, he, he was an actor of all yeah, actors, right? Yeah, for real. But, yeah. So, Ty, tell them about our biggest score we've ever had of actually, we paid nothing for it and we're given the product. All right. So, went to a yard sale, super excited. I was already buying a couple things. I think I got Mike a um, Batman like car, remote control yeah, car. Yeah, giant four-wheeler. It was huge. Thing. It was yeah. awesome. Four by four Because uh, he collects toys. So I got him this huge Batman car. I'd already paid. And then I started digging through boxes. And I found like these boxes. They were unopened, brand new. And I didn't even know what they were. And so the, the owner of the house comes <laughs> over and says, hey, do you want those? I'm like, sure he was like oh and this goes with it so he gave me what well, they're, they're dexacom glucose monitors and then a dexacom uh receiver and so like i said i had no clue what it was so i get it home i'm like honey i got these for free we go and look them up i got four of the glucose monitors we sold them for 249.99 each yeah brand new brand new and then we also got the dexacom receiver which we got two of those and we sold them for $599.99. Yeah, literally made over two grand of somebody just giving it to us. Yeah. Right? So now when we're out and about, we're at Walmart, we're at Target, and we ever see, or even at yard sales, we see anything that has its new and packaged from 
a diabetic, any diabetic testing strips or anything like that are in a package with a good, um, not what's the word, um, uh, expired, not expired right. dates. We buy them. We make a ton of money selling that stuff now all the time. And I mean, there's companies online just like you sell them your gift card for a cheaper amount, like a $50 JCPenney, I'll give you $38 and whatever. Mm -hmm. They have the same thing for diabetic testing strips. It's really that big of a market because insurance doesn't cover what it used to. So people are buying these things online. Like when Talia had her what, gestational diabetes, yeah. that's what we had to do because our insurance didn't make any sense doing it that way. So we did it this way, right? Yeah. We saved a lot of money doing that. So keep your eyes out for that. But we made $2,000 profit on something somebody gave to us because they were trying to shut the day down, right? Yep. And they didn't need it. Yep. And it so. wasn't like they're like, oh, well, I'm going to die, but I'm going to be, you know, here. Take this <laughs> no. Yep. And then um, one other yard sale that we did, it was like a huge church yard sale. They had yep. all kinds of stuff out there. And I just happened, I was getting ready to leave. And I just happened to walk past the table and I saw this Dance Dance Revolution pack game. And I was like, how much is it? And she was like, $3. I said, $3? It was literally the pad, the game, everything wrapped in like brand new factory sealed. Yes. So I picked it up, got it, and I didn't know what it was worth, but I knew that $3 was very cheap for something like that. Yeah. So I bought it and I took it home, $139.99 we sold it Yeah, for. sold it within minutes of getting to Amazon. And the cool thing was literally, it wasn't brand new. It was, I mean, it was, it was a brand new game, but it was Xbox 360. Right, so it wasn't not like, a new game system. Yeah, new game system. It was several years old. And, at, and this was, you know, two and a half years ago or so. So it was like, it kind of like, a dead technology kinda but you can't when people have like these games like dance dance revolution they want that version because it has a song list that they want right right and and, and you know you're talking to a guy here that's like professional dance dance revolution. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore i'm professional like dying three minutes dancing but it used to be very good but people like think about that when you're looking at stuff people want that type of thing right so uh here how about these coffee pots and things like that we literally have made a ton of money buying used coffee pots, used juicers, used um, uh, you know kitchen oh, remember merchandise. The tea? We found this like Mr. Coffee tea maker. It was something that was, I guess, a limited run. It was kind of rare. We bought it for like eight dollars. Mm. It was brand new. We sold it for like one hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, ridiculous. And it was before, like I guess now, like I said, same thing. Th time to change now. So making cold brewed uh, iced tea and all that's an easy you buy things like 20 bucks yeah i guess two and a half years ago you couldn't because we sold that thing like in two seconds right yep and then like the same thing use coffee pots and things i don't want to go too deep into that but good brands bun sensio crops keurig a keurig you know we've sold tons of keurigs on there and just make sure they're clean and run you know some oil vinegar through it if they have any uh not oil and vinegar but <laughs> yeah, vinegar and uh, baking soda Yes. Mix you through it, mix it up good, mix it, throw it in there. Run through a few times, then run water through a few times. You see our, our kitchen one time had like 20 of them hooked up running. Yeah. But you know what? They're like, so we buy them for five bucks, 10 bucks, sell them for $80 because it's such an expensive coffee pot. Yeah. Or Keurig at the time wasn't like where you can go to Walmart now and get, get it for 50 bucks. They're $120, $130 new. So people be happy to buy them for 70 bucks on Amazon, right? Yeah. So what about, oh, here, the wow, another Wowie robot. This was a, uh, a, find, uh, my, a find of my daughter. She took $1, bought it from a thrift store. It's this robotic tiger. I've, ne I've never seen one again today since that day. Yeah. Anywhere, on, anywhere online or whatever. 
and she bought it for a buck and sold it for fifty dollars on Amazon. We told her you were selling that. <laughs> and you know, after that, she bought a pair of. You know, she had fifty bucks then. She went and bought a pair of Nickelodeon moon shoes. You know, and things like your own trampolines for your feet, right? And she bought those same thing, like five bucks at a yard sale, ten bucks. Sold them for thirty, forty dollars on Amazon again, yeah. right? And after that, what she buy? She stepped up her game, and I think <laughs> she bought. She kept buying those. Either it was weird. We get we went on this robot thing where the two kids were fighting over the robots and Nerf guns. and Nerf guns, and then the shoes. And somehow they were just like magnets to it. It was so fun watching them compete because Chase, our smaller kid at the time too, she's six. She found a. 25 cents for a Odie doll from Garfield. And she turned that 25 cents. It would just happen to be 30 something years old, like yeah. an antique almost perfect shape. Sold it for $30 on Amazon. Perfect. You know, perfect. The person left the, uh, a good feedback and they were so excited. And Chase then took out and bought another, the Wowie robot. Right. Uh -huh. And then she bought something else. I wish I remember what it was at this point, but then she, same thing. She turned that 25 cents into over a hundred some dollars before they got yeah, like, those against yeah. it. And before they kind of lost interest, I'm not sure why they lost interest in doing this stuff. I don't know. I think they were competing too much with us at that point. <laughs> oh yeah, we told them stop buying our crap. <laughs> they they catch on to what we were buying, and basically they run to the yard sale and grab something they knew we would want, and they say it's mine, it's mine, yeah. and we're like, okay, you're done. <laughs> snow globes. Remember Disney snow globes? Yes, we got a bunch of those. We buy them for a lot. I mean, for nothing. They're super expensive, very, very expensive. You buy them from Disney World, you know, some of them are $200 for something, you know, not that big and not that fancy, but that's, it's unreal. Yeah. Uh, but we buy that, we buy one for three bucks one time, sold it for $99. Yep. And, and I think, yeah, no, yeah, we sold that one on Amazon, but I know we're selling a lot, we're telling you a lot. We've always focused a lot of our time on Amazon, right? Yes. Uh, things that you can sell on both platforms that we bought uh nerf guns yes right we bought a ton of nerf guns and it's not the newer stuff it's this orange and yellow and blue series they had back in the early 2000s where they had like <laughs> gatling gun type ones and tommy guns and yeah all these different things but it's not just the guns it's the parts the parts are very expensive as well so yeah. you can actually take if say someone's selling a lot of guns maybe a couple of the guns don't work you actually can take the parts, you can take the magazine, you can take the bullets, and you can actually sell all those things individually and still make a profit. And that's what we did. Yeah. So we had ones that were missing uh, that it, they wouldn't work. That the yeah the spring loader wasn't working right, whatever. Or the battery, the electronics broke. We would sell the battery case. <laughs> you know, yep. we would sell the magazines from it. We'd sell the drum that held all the different bullets from it for like 40, 50 bucks for that because they can't find it. They yep. don't make them anymore. So yep. it's not like replacement parts are out there easy to find. Uh, I bought a Lionel train set one time at a garage sale. A Lionel is a very old brand that's been around for hundreds of years. Ask your grandpa about it. He'll tell you all about it. <laughs> and literally it's, but I know the name. I knew the name because of Pawn Stars, right? So I bought the train set and it's giant um, old fashioned, like from the seventies train uh, toy box mm -hmm. like you can't find this thing and I was going to keep it for ourselves or my, to put my toys in because I started a toy collection at the time but it wasn't it didn't fit like I like new stuff brand new and package so I uh I ended up selling the Lionel set and I made a couple bucks not a big deal uh well I paid 40 bucks for the both I sold the Lionel train set for 40 dollars so and eh, we even call it break even but remember I bought the 
the box with it. Talia went and put that on Craigslist. We sold that for 75 bucks. Mm -hmm. We literally made a $75 profit. It literally took a day to sell it. Yep. All we did was clean it up real quick, put it out there, and boom, it sold like that, right? Yep. So another thing to look out for is companies that are going out of business. Now, yeah. some of them will have yard sales. Some of them will just have store closings. But for us, we found a couple of yard sales that were for closing businesses. So one was, um, we, it was when we first got to Florida, a lady had a, I guess it was like a shop where people would go to get Disney tickets and vacation. A yeah, souvenir stuff. shop. Yeah. And she had all these plushes. I mean, uh, stuffed animals. Yeah, stuffed animals, basically, for all these different Disney characters and, and Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes, and, and all this stuff. So we went, we looked. I said, if I gave you basically a dollar for every one, I would buy them all. And she said, deal. Yeah. So we bought almost two hundred. Yeah, things. we bought them all, brought them home. Some of them we didn't even check before we bought them, and when we after we checked them. Uh, or after we got them home, uh, I mean, they were worth $20, $30, $40 a piece, yeah, a piece. Um, depending on the size and which, you know, which one it was. But we ended up making, oh my gosh, ridiculous amount of money for that. We made a fortune. I wish we were focused a little bit more on eBay at the time. That was probably the, at the infancy of starting our eBay business. We were selling extra stuff and parts of parts on there. And literally they had t-shirts and things like that you couldn't find Yeah, that were, you know, like, not they weren't they're Disney related or they had uh you know they're TV related like Family Guy whatever right there's tons of opportunity there and they're all going out for nothing we should have bought the whole store and um, but yeah those stuffed animals we made an absolute fortune on they sold like you know like hotcakes right off the bat as soon as they got there they start boom 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 going out yep. uh, there's another a, a guy who closed up a wine store had all his merchandise and uh, you know aerators and. Uh, Stuff we don't know about because yeah. we don't drink wine. Whatever. We're not fancy. <laughs> wine bottle plugs. I don't know what the heck they are. <laughs> Shows that we know. Yeah, we know nothing. But Kylie went there, and sure enough, she bought a ton of it. A couple hundred bucks, I think, of it, right? Yeah. And that turned into a lot of money. Uh, sold out on Amazon. Um, uh, what else do you want to talk about? So we talked about figurines. Um, my uh, always collectible toys. Yes. Right. eBay is a great market for he-mans and all that stuff stuff that if you're my age i'm 33 uh that's a great place to find a vintage stuff that you can resell right always look for tin toys or things that, that are name brand like an m m or something that you hershey's, can't, yeah, hershey's something old stuff you can't find anymore he-man the thundercats are always good ghostbusters uh, anything that's original you can make a ton of money on especially if you have the box too so flea markets and stuff like that are i mean same thing but as a garage sale and you we find stuff there like that all the time that's where you want to sell that on ebay don't sell that on anywhere else yeah you'll get your top dollar for that it's a good place to start a bidding war even though i'd probably just bundle everything up and just sell it out right yeah um there's also let's see oh so don't be afraid to sell in other places so we talk a lot about amazon and all that but you can also sell your items on ebay like mike just said but there's also your local market so even though you just got it at a yard sale, you can always price it the way you want, especially if you know it's a rare item and the other person may have not known the value or may not have cared. So you can sell on Craigslist, OfferUp, LetGo, Facebook. These are you know different places. Of course, we always tell everybody, be safe, because you're gonna meet some stranger, especially if you're alone. So make sure you bring someone with you and you go to 
a public place where there's lots of traffic so that you can always make sure that you're safe. But <coughs> but there's tons that, I mean, tons of places that you can sell your items. Uh, well, a good thing what me and Ty did before is we end, ended up uh, having such a big following for our yard sales at our warehouse that we, great, we created a group and it kept growing and growing. We still, eventually that group came with us um, after, even after we closed the, uh, the warehouse, but everything we did, we did it as a live yard sale on like Thursday nights. So we would sell different items there. We would, they would tell us, you know, we put a, a special five digit number on the back. So they would, you know, couldn't say, I want Hatchimal before somebody else, but they would do that. And then after that, we said, we're going to do a local pickup on Friday at this time at the Gold's Gym, right? Like right outside the parking lot where a billion people are. Mm -hmm. Or Saturday over here where, so, uh, same thing. The whole point is you have two pickup locations. You knock out a bunch of birds with one stone. Yep. And it's safe and simple, right? Yep, and you don't have to drive all over town. And what Mike was talking about was episode seven. We talked about the accidental Facebook store. If you check that out, you'll get all the details of how we did that and made money from it and then sold it as a fully functioning business. So yeah. it's pretty cool. The more you do this, <coughs> I didn't even pause it. So we'll just have to edit it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the more you do this, the more I, it'll just add up. If you do what we tell you to do, which is take your profits and just keep rolling them over. Right. Me and Tiger knew that if we were going to make, you know, $3,000 a week with um, our business, like profit, we need to spend $3,000 a week in reinvesting, right? Mm -hmm. So eventually it's a time where you're just, you know, sitting there just fat and happy and you just want to do fun stuff. That was the point where me and Taya were about a couple years ago. And what we did was we would use the yard sale money for two things. We'd get paid for it. We were giving this stuff to Goodwill. And we're like, mm -hmm. let's just have a yard sale, see what happens. And we put out multiple signs around the neighborhood and boom, Two, three hundred bucks. That's like a lot of money, but that's like well, a, let me just, a dollar an item. Right? Let me just say, it is a lot of money for a yard sale. A lot of people will have a yard sale to make 50 bucks. We were making 200, 300 bucks every Saturday. Yeah. So, or every other one. Or every other one, depending on when we actually had it. Some Saturdays, I was like, I ain't doing it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but it was like per item. We were selling stuff like a dollar, two dollars. We just wanted them to everybody to leave with like $20 worth of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And they were, they were buying a ton of stuff. They're even looking at our garage trying to buy stuff, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, Oh, that's not for sale. <laughs> how much is that bike? I'm like, I bought that bike last week for the baby. You know? <laughs> but literally that's what happened. We were literally making money hand over fist and we did fun stuff with it. Cause it was finally money that we didn't need and it wasn't whatever. So what would we do with it? We would go to uh, Disney and go to the rainforest cafe, right? Mm -hmm. uh, your parents came down one time. Rainforest cafe is not cheap. But the show, uh, the environment, everything is so cool, right? Yeah, it's really the fun. food's great. It's a little bit overpriced, but like I said, the animals go off every fifteen minutes, and because the rain start, the rain uh, jungle, what they call the uh, rainforest. Uh, the storm goes. Yeah, it has a storm, right? Yeah. Storm goes off, and all the animals start going crazy. Monkeys beating his chest, and elephants go whatever the heck they do. <laughs> and it's very cool, right? It would rain every fifteen minutes, and that was part of it. And they had a huge aquarium and a lot of stuff like that. And we do that. So, like, we had a Saturday sale, made a few hundred bucks, took Italian's parents with us, paid for the whole thing, 200-something dollars later, and a cool memory to make. Yeah. Great food, great memories, and all from extra stuff of 
when we went the extra mile, made a couple bucks at a yard sale, and there you go. Yeah, so don't be afraid to have your own yard sale. So if you are like us, we would buy lots of stuff. And we did it online. We also found a place that we could do it from locally. And so, you know. Like Walmart returns. And yeah, they're just returned items. And like half of them will work, half of them didn't. But you know what? Sometimes people don't even care. Another man's trash is another man's treasure. So, you know, you can even take broken, dented, you know, scratched items and still sell them and make a profit. You just need to know your margins. If you're spending a dollar per item, you want to sell it for two or sell it for four or whatever you think the value of the item is. And don't be afraid to haggle. And make deals and say, well, if you buy all the stuff, I'll give it to you for and make a price up. So people are going to want to negotiate with you. I would do it because you're going to sell that much more stuff. We literally had people coming to our house when yard sales were over and they would leave notes on our door saying, when's your next yard sale? Please call me. <laughs> yeah, it was unreal. Like, I mean, literally, we were like, we, we met friends that way. We yeah. actually have friends that we are, you know, today still friends with that they bought stuff from us every week. And they'd ask for a heads up on, do you have any of this type of stuff for camping or whatever else? And uh, we had no problem telling them, you know, and <laughs> we didn't mind. We wanted to get rid of the stuff anyway. And it was for a good cause, good deal. Uh, don't be afraid to have your own yard. sale. get rid of the stuff that's holding you back. You just never know over a month. You might make a thousand bucks or more. Then you take that thousand bucks, go up there and turn it into $3,000 for one week of yard sales. You know, just buying the stuff that we talked about today you're going to be able to find all of it. And a good strategy is like Talia was talking about is bundling. Make sure that you don't buy one thing at the yard sale. Hopefully you can buy 10 things. So you know that you ask them what each thing will go individually. And then you say, you know, if they're wanting hundred bucks. They'll give you 50 bucks. So I'll buy all that stuff. Yeah. Right? And they want to get rid of it. You'll get a great deal and you'll make a lot of money doing that and you'll be helping them and you'll be helping yourself. Yeah. And one thing we didn't even talk about was books. Um, back in the day, like two years ago, I would go. Amazon has changed the rules on books. They FYI, have. but they have, but, um, I would still say if you can find the more expensive books, it's still worth it. But I mean, it's really, the book deal is a little bit more difficult because like he said, Amazon did change how they price, um, their fees and things like that for books. But I used to go to yard sales and I'd ask for 10 cent a book and literally I would, I would get that. Um, cause you're going to buy a hundred books. Yeah. Cause I'm going to just take them all. They're not going to have to lug those books back into their house. And so whatever books weren't worth it, we donate. And then anything that was worth it, we bring it, uh, go ahead and send it into Amazon. Yeah. I mean, it was good back then. Cause you can literally sell a book for three ninety nine and still make a 25 cent profit and 25 cents. You're like, what the heck, you know, but it adds up when you're, we were literally selling, you know, hundreds of books. Um, I think in our low time, all we had was like a library that we bought out. We didn't have any money and um, because Amazon had shut us down and they weren't, they were holding our money hostage for months. Mm -hmm. So we were sending in all the books because it couldn't, didn't cost us anything. We bought out a whole library for like a thousand bucks. So our books didn't cost anything. We we're sending everything in and we were literally selling. I, I, I wouldn't look back because people were like, well, you can't make any money. I think 20 something thousand dollars worth of sales from you know, $1,000 investment, like 20, I think like $25,000, $28,000 of actual book sales from that little bit of investment. And like I said, we were rough at the time, so we needed that. Yeah. <laughs> and there, it's very, very cheap inventory. It's a good way to get into the business, so. Yep, and if you have questions about, you know, do you file taxes on money that you make at yard sales, uh, please consult your tax professional or accountant, and they'll help you figure that part out.
because we're not. Or your conscience. <laughs> <laughs> Let your conscience be your guide. Yeah, because I, mean, I say that being it could mean anything. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah that's, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So yard sale season, it's already going for us. It'll be coming in a couple weeks. I'm really excited about it. It really is a fun time. A lot of people remember yard sales from when their moms and dads used to drag them to yard sales and it wasn't very fun for you, but you're an adult now and you have money, money to spend and turn over and make a profit. So go out there and make some money, honey. Yeah, not just, and you can find good stuff for yourself too, but make sure you find stuff to sell to make a profit to buy the stuff right? yes it's very easy to fall understand down. The, the purpose yeah i, I literally have <laughs> i don't know five thousand toys right now or some cra craziness so you could fall down that rabbit hole pretty quick of buying stuff for fun <laughs> so go out there and, with a point of making money first and then okay yeah i know i'm gonna make money i can buy this and hey talia what do you think can i have this and she always <laughs> says yes so yeah most of the time all right, guys. So follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MIB podcast, and send us your yard sale finds and how much profit you're going to make on those items. Info at the MIB podcast.com. Yeah. We want to give you a shout out. If you guys come out there and do that, we'd love to hear from you. Cause I think that, I mean, it, it sounds so dumb, but it's so powerful that you can have no business experience, no idea what you're doing. You have a phone, you have the eBay app on there, you have the Amazon app on there, and you're literally going to go out there and boom, buy stuff at yard sales, make tons of money, and start your business. You want to do something on the side? You know, I used to make 800 bucks an entire summer working every minute as a lifeguard, and now you can Gosh. make that in a weekend doing yard sales. You can make 1000 bucks a week. That's a $50,000 a year income, 52000 if you do it every year, or if you live in Florida, you can do it all the time. But literally... Keeping your eyes open and doing that, you know, we are going to talk about selling on Amazon, just being a reseller, uh, probably next week, I think, right? We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. We have some stuff coming up, but um, we're going to go deep into that and tell you everything you need to know about selling on Amazon. So um, I hope you guys got something out of this. Please, please, please leave us a review. We really appreciate you guys when you do that. And it just lets us know that we are doing okay. We will, we have to apologize like I said, our voices aren't our best right now, and mine's never very good to begin with. Oh, but yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> um, we, we we apologize about the little bit of coughing and things that you might hear on this recording. We're promise you trying to do our best, <laughs> and we're just trying to make sure that we stay moving and going in the right direction. So we appreciate you guys being patient with us. All right, we'll see you next episode. Take care. Bye.